Welcome to the podcast. 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 Welcome to a podcast where guests from all over the world talk about the subtle, surprising, intriguing, and bizarre cultural differences in everyday life. Nailed it. So today, I'm super excited because, number one, this is our 10th episode. So we're heading into the double digits. Number two, because this is the first part of a special episode. Today, we're going to talk about dating. So I thought it would be nice to split this episode into the first part. We're only going to talk to the girls. And hopefully the next episode, we're going to talk to the guys. So it's not only going to be a cultural difference thing. We're also going to see a battle of the sexes. I don't know. <laughs> not battle, but just like get two perspectives. And of course, because today, um, those of you with a keen eye will see that we have a very special cast. So first of all, it's uh, veterans of the show. Okay. We are, specifically, we have Noah and Sarah who've been... Our first guest on our first episode, Hannah, who's been on uh, episode number three, and Tanya, who's the, the first guest to already appear on three episodes. <laughs> and on top of that, we have a local native for the first time, and so we have Ronnie. And uh, so let's begin with, I'll have my guests introduce themselves. Hannah, we remember you from episode three, yeah. right? And you're from? I'm from Brazil. And let us know if we should be optimistic about what's happening in Brazil now. <laughs> you want to see a breakdown? <laughs> okay, okay, I'll, I'll stop it. Yeah, not, it's not nice what's happening in Brazil here. We're all counting on you guys, you know that. Oh, just no pressure, of no course. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's talk about something nice. All right, yeah. sure. So, Ronnie. I'm Ronnie. <laughs> and you're from? Tel Aviv. You're, yeah, you're the first, maybe the only who knows Tel Aviv uh, resident or native to be on yeah. the show. All right. And the rest of the guests, Sarah, Tanya, and Noah, you know them from previous episodes. Uh, and if you don't know them, you should watch those previous episodes, of course. So we'll start. We'll, today's topic is dating, dating and relationships. And I'll start by asking this. Raise your hands if you've ever dated someone from outside your culture. So all hands are off. <laughs> that's, that's, that means it is, this panel is a good choice. So can you share something that was, let's call it a cultural friction while dating someone from another culture? Could be anything. Could be a, a date, could be a text, could be, I don't know, meeting someone's parents for the first time. That was kind of weird. Well, yeah, I think it's like from my culture, like being in the states you you go a lot slower than in other cultures, I think, so something I experienced like moving to a new culture is like um you're meeting parents very quickly, and it doesn't necessarily mean anything, but where I come from, like you meet the parents like after years and it's this big event and you dress up and you go to a nice restaurant like it's very formal and you're talking about Israeli culture Israeli it? culture it's like come it's on like, yeah just second date meet the parents second date come for Shabbat dinner like you know meet my safta this whole thing yeah 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 of course because if the mom doesn't approve they're not going to waste mm. time right, right. <laughs> should I be worried now that my boyfriend didn't invite me over to Shabbat dinner yet I don't After know. One and a half months, something? No, one and a half months, that's <laughs> no, still okay. One and a half months, it's still okay. That's fine. Yeah. You know, happen. when is the point where you start talking about someone you're dating that you're, you're a couple? What is the, like, the cutoff point? In, in our culture? You yeah. You, you know what's like, at least as far as I know, in Israel we say it's seeing parents in daylight. Really? If, okay. you met, if you met someone's parents in daylight, <laughs> you can call yourself a couple. If you met them like when it's after hours, it's dark, or it doesn't really count. In the States, you're not a couple until you have the talk. It's, it's called the talk. Like you'd say to your friend, like, did you have the talk yet? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, in Brazil, you're just a couple when you're like, so we are boyfriend and girlfriend now, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, yeah. And right. this is like a ceremony around it. Do we exchange gifts? Or it was just, no, we just, just start- like, but... It, 
if you don't like say the words, say it out loud, like us. So, and there's this old thing that I think young people don't do it anymore, but in Brazil it was common for the guy to ask, do you want to be my girlfriend? Like after a few dates, like it was a question, like a proposal. Only after a few dates. Maybe, maybe like when you were very young, maybe like at school, guys oh, yeah. would say, oh, do you want to be my girlfriend? And then you can hold hands and mm -hmm. <laughs> things. But it, I know a lot of people that uh, were proposed like that, you know, mm. the, the guy comes and like, oh, so you want to be my girlfriend now. That sounds very formal. It is. I don't know if a lot of people still do it because as I was talking to my boyfriend last night about this, I think more than cultural differences between countries, there is a lot of differences between social status, mm -hmm. like how do people relate amongst themselves. Mm -hmm. So I can only attest for like a small part of, of Brazil, course. like a very... Of course. I mean, I, I have to say yeah. this, that none of you are expected <laughs> to represent an entire culture. It's impossible. Right. But it's like, <laughs> it's just a taste. Um, any other stories? In, in Austria, I think it takes forever, to, to be honest, to really get into a relationship. It's more the casual dating thing and nobody says that you're together. And I mean, one of my friends, I mean, I hope she's not listening to that, um, but she dated her boyfriend for a year and we're like, oh my God, of course you are together. And they're like, no, we are not. It's been a year and they really spend a lot of time with each other and they met each other's parents, but they still were not officially together. And I think this is really thing now in our generation and it depends if you're like dating older guys then it's, you know, different because they're more into gentleman mode and they really want to make it official and show you as the girlfriends. But like around 30, I think it's a bit of a problem mm. in Austria. Okay. Yeah, I'm also familiar with that. Like that you have steps, like meeting the guy's friends. Um, that's one step. You need to pass it and then you get... So what are the other steps? Yeah. And there's the step of hanging like with no sex, <laughs> oh. like noonish okay. or on Saturday. There's like regular sleepovers, but it takes time. I mean, you're casual dating. You're not exactly um, confessing your love, or you're not exactly in love. But you just go through steps. I think it's between natural to um, killing me softly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, because it's hard to meet someone through a few dates, that date's not natural, but the steps and then the parents, obviously. Parents is not just one date. I mean, you have to see them in yeah. multiple like occasions. I, and I, then one day. And right. <laughs> I mean, I think there's, like in, in, there's certain steps that they're so small, but they mean something in the advancement of the relationship. For example, the first time you, if you put your toothbrush in your yeah. girlfriend's uh, house. And you ha now you have a toothbrush there. I think yeah. there's a, the better one is tagging someone on Instagram. <gasps> that's like, that's very advanced. advanced. That's, that's very more advanced. terrifying that's to me than a toothbrush. <laughs> yeah. Never, really? <laughs> Never <laughs> tag <laughs> someone. <laughs> oh my God. That, yeah, that's very advanced. <laughs> that's like sharing a toothbrush. <laughs> now for me, it's when the first time you make future plans together. Like not even uh, years in the future, but like a month from now, mm. you know? Mm. Yeah. So let's buy tickets for that concert that uh -huh. is like a month or two months from now. That's and good. you're already like saying something. You're yeah. saying that you want to be together for That's interesting. that period of time. <laughs> One week after I met my boyfriend, uh, we actually decided to go to Austria together. So he booked the tickets, the flight tickets to mm. join me for the week later. So how long? So that was like... How long after you started dating? Like four days. Four days. He booked for the week after. But that is that is atypical, he's, I would. That was really like, what? yeah, he's really yeah. <laughs> that does change. Like yeah. the Austrian would never yeah. do that. Well, you know, I'm just gonna drop the bomb. You know, <laughs> there's like the first time you fart, and and nobody talks about it. That's huge. So yeah, if, if, no, if, if you're together, already, that's already yeah. that's only when you're married. Oh man, that is okay. trouble. Five years in. Five years in. All right. What? For you guys, we never. <laughs> what? I would do it like three months in. Wow. <laughs> oh my god, I don't care at all. No, <laughs> like I mean, in front of everyone. It's it's like, when it's when you fart or burp or we have some kind of bodily function, a noisy, smelly one, and then nobody says anything. Yeah, you just, you just keep going. Go. Yeah, you're like watching a movie and then. One of you farts, and then you just, as if you brush it off. Because right. you can do it on the first date, and then they'll be like, okay, awkwardness, and you know, and maybe it'll pass, but there would still be awkwardness. Yeah. But as soon as 
you can fart and then nobody cares. That's like, wow, that's a, that's, that's a, really that's a milestone. But yeah. burping and farting are so different. Like I would burp on the first date. Would you it's not? So <laughs> 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 yeah, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a detour. <laughs> All right, let's talk about uh, dating apps. Does does that exist? Does that exist? I mean, okay, I know in, in Israel it exists, in the US it probably exists, in, in Australia it probably exists. In China, do you have dating apps? Uh, so we do. We used to have a lot of. So first, let me be a little bit step back okay, sure. to the first topic because I think we are actually on another side of the spectrum in terms of dating. Mm-hmm. A lot of time it's kind of like the opposite of what you know in Austria is like that people get together and say no we're just being together for the sake of getting married. So it's kind of like okay we have a set time in a year we're going to get married so this year the dating is going to be the preparation for that. So that's why, even though we do have some apps that you can meet new people, that you can hang out, but that's considered a little bit like Tinder-ish, uh-huh. like more for hookup. Uh, I remember like early years of internet, we started to have those websites, sort of like Alpha in Israel. Mm-hmm. You never heard of that? That yeah, one no. is for like senior people dating. Right. So you put in a profile, you see how much money you make, how many like apartment you own, if you have a car, <laughs> if you have like a first degree, second degree. Sounds so like something the like, IRS would set up. Yeah, it's a matchmaking <laughs> thing. So it's kind, kind of, of like a job interview. Pretty right. much, even though it's... What are your qualifications? Pretty much. So you choose others based on those like, you know, criteria. So it's a bit harsh. It's either this way or that way, I would say. And do you consider, not you specifically, but do you consider all these characteristics when considering someone as a date? You ask, okay, how much, does, how much money does he make? How many, how many apartments does he own? So you have to be more polite about that than that. No? Yeah. <laughs> how much money do you make? No, I'm it depends on how desperate you are. If you are already, mm-hmm. like in China, that's it for girls, if you're already above 30, then like the clock is kind of ticking for them, then you kind of need to force yourself into those serious dates, which is more like setup. Mm-hmm. So you go do those setup on the first time. Sometimes you even bring your parents or the matchmaker and you start to exchange your questions. So what kind of job you do, how stable that is, how much money you make, how much bonus you get. So it's quite, it's not a romantic at all. So, but you still consider it as a date because otherwise, what would you call it? Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, you, you, <laughs> if you're, you want to advance it into a romantic relationship, then you call but it But this date. is like norm, this is like your generation, our generation does this? I, I would say, like, I'm in my late 20, it's still quite common, especially for the people who are really feeling they're getting, like, you know, into a rush of getting married which I guess is also another thing in other cultures, but that age is probably something above 30, not under. Mm-hmm. So under you would 30. go to a matchmaker and you would say, okay, I'm, I wanna, I'm looking for a man with these uh, specifications. Right? No, the matchmaker is usually like, you know, someone, a senior lady in your office or mm. like your auntie. You say, oh, I know a lot of good boys. Like, tell me what you're looking for and I can set you up. So that kind of stuff. Okay, so it's, it's not like official. You don't, it's not a service that you... You would, but that's kind of awkward. You, I, if yeah. you should know some boys through other I see. Aunties. I see. Yeah, that's where I, that, that's where I was going for. Yeah. Like, I, I wanted to know if... Because I think, Ronnie, correct me if I'm wrong, that in Israel, if you go to a matchmaker, unless you're one of the ultra-Orthodox, where that's, <laughs> that's the only way they meet uh, yeah. the, their, their partners... If you're one of the, like, if you live in Tel Aviv, you go to a matchmaker, that's very, very weird. It's very awkward, and you would probably try to hide it and, you know, not tell your friend. I don't know, but I, I've never heard of anyone but who no, went I to a matchmaker. That, yeah. I know a, a lot service. of people. It was like, what, Meet Something at C9, that website? Have you heard I've of heard it? I've heard of it, something like yeah, this, yeah, it is a matchmaking service. If on they're the trying to make it more, like in the Israeli and the American community, more mainstream, more cool like there's the cool matchmaker it all started with this show in america called the millionaire matchmaker (laughs) and it's this really famous show and she's a a matchmaker and she sets up people that are young which mostly millionaires but it it made it made like the the um, matchmaker business sort of mainstream and it's becoming i have a friend she's a matchmaker and she sets up people all the time and they're young like i you know yeah i know a lot of people like young uh that went to a matchmaker and got married and a lot of Brazilians get married to Americans mm. through matchmaking and I think it's good also to make you happy. I mean it means actually just that both sides are really serious about it, right? And I mean in our generation it lacks a bit. 
All right. So, but, but I mean, okay, so let's, let's dive a little bit deeper into this. So we, even within the, the dating apps, all right, I think there's kind of a hierarchy mm -hmm. in, 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 at least I think in Israel, there's, there's some, some apps are like a little bit more serious and then some apps are kind of more casual. And then some apps are like, okay, this is like, you're dead serious. You, I don't know, like you, you, you only want someone that you, you can actually get married to within a year or something like that. Do you agree? Yeah, I think, you know, there's like, okay, Cupid. And that is like, everyone is there because like everyone flew, really? fled from Tinder because they oh, want like to know. get laid and still like look for their girlfriend. <laughs> so they're like, no, I'm serious occasionally. Um, because I once, I did an experiment. I was on several dating apps like Bumblebee Okay, Cupid and Tinder, and I tried to see like, who, and all of the guys aren't on the same. Everyone's page. on everything. There's also this app that was popular for like a month. Happen. Mm -hmm. That's so popular in Brazil. Really? It's so popular. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I met someone through there, but he was like 43 years old, divorced, really depressed, really okay. hot. Sounds fun. But <laughs> wait, <no>. wait. <laughs> yeah, no, anyways. So okay, so it, I mean, every, I think. But wait, that's a, that's a little bit contradictory because you said every everyone's on everything, but then there are different yeah. kind of uh, expectations. expectations. Yeah, I guess they have their stereotypes. Yeah, mm -hmm. I will want. I saw my brother once on a dating app, so it was like freakish. So you don't want your your brother to see you on Tinder. That's bad. Okay. Okay, Cupid is fine. You're looking for love. Alpha, which you mentioned before, is like for um, academics people, like academy people. It's like no. You don't go there. It's Why not? not if, at all. if I was still in the game, it's like really bad. There, there was one dating app that yeah, it never took off, unfortunately. But I've, I've, I heard about it, and I said, okay, if I was in the game, I would totally use that one exclusively to find love. It was an app called Sizzle, and it's Tinder for people who love bacon. <laughs> so. I guess in Israel it is really good. I think the good. worst yeah. app for us is Jay's wife because that's kind of defining your target group to be a Jewish girl or Jewish guy. Jay swipe. Yeah. Oh, you don't know it. Jay date. Oh, Jay date. Jay swipe. Whatever. Yeah, there is okay. one. But I guess it narrows it down if that's all you want. Yeah, you know? but I, I kind of feel like we are not the target group of people we're looking for. Let, let's say, sorry, I just want to be generic here. Sure. <laughs> A lot of time, I find the most difficult people to date in Israel is Olim Chadashim. I'd say a lot of guys, even they're hot, they're cool, but they're coming to Israel for mm, Zionism. Mm -hmm. And then it's very unlikely they're going to go out with someone that's, you know, like exotic uh -huh. and not Jewish. So that is actually something like challenges, I think. And does, is there something like that for like China? It's not even a thing because we have such a little like foreign population. So you assume that, of course, you're going to date another Chinese. Uh huh. If you are going to date another white guy, then people will just look at you like, oh, you just like gamed up a little bit. You, <laughs> you gamed up? No, gamed up. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is it considered like a... It's, it's, it's not a very nice thing to, to say, I would say. Some people have this kind of stereotypes that you uh -huh. want to marry up or marry to a different class. So you do that. So I would say at least Israel, it's not as bad, but still, like I would say... Uh, even though it's an international country, but you know the majority of the population is still is still Jewish. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's let's go for something fun. Pickup lines. Do you find them lame or suave? Suave. I think they are kind of like outdated now. I don't know people who actually use, like. I think last time I heard a pickup line was 2005 or something. Oh, that's no yeah. That's I haven't had a long ago. I haven't well, had to pick up a line. Like if people try to pick you up. Well, anything could but be considered like, a pickup right, line. Right, hi. Yeah, no, that's high. Hi. Yeah, hi is like the okay. So <laughs> hi is like one. I guess the, probably the most basic. But but hi is already better than hi beautiful. Yeah. Is it? It's. I feel yeah, I don't need anyone yeah. to say beautiful. It's not at the first opening line. Like hi beautiful already. Like you saw from one profile pic that you already know that I'm beautiful. That's uh -huh. Oh, you're assuming online. Yeah, online. Yes. Oh, Interesting. online. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's that's yeah, a good I idea. I was thinking like face to face. In okay, but, but so <laughs> what is the difference between like, you know, starting a conversation with a pickup line, whatever broad term that means. Okay, pickup line online or face to face? Because I, I think there's something you, you can you can get away with online, but not face to face. And the other way around. Also, there's some things you can get away with online, but never face. Oh, 
I think I said the same thing twice, but you get the idea. I just need to point out there's like no pickup lines in Austria because chances that a guy is actually talking to you, even if you're alone in a bar, is like zero. Really? So right. Like, I don't know, because it's Austrian, so they don't want that. <laughs> it's hard. Like it's you really want to be hard. left alone? Yeah, kind of. I mean, you need to be really drunk and almost lying on the floor that someone is actually talking to you. Uh, I, I didn't try that, but like it's really... So how... So online it works, of course. So online it works. Okay. I, I I used to say that uh, hitting on girls on Facebook is exactly the same as hitting on girls in a bar, except they're sitting in the bar and you're outside because they won't let you in. So, yeah. I, I don't know. It seems like like such a stretch. So how do people connect? Like How do people get to know each other in Austria? Through work? Through work? Yeah, or Tinder. I see. Okay, interesting. Like so people, people don't hit on each other on no. the street. Oh, I got twice. Like twice um, someone did a pickup line on me. But they were pickup artists, like uh, serious. Like, that's their job. Yeah, that's their job. Okay. I just that's found sad. out after. I guess that doesn't like, count. Wow, no, no, that doesn't count. But it was that's twice, and I was like, oh my god, someone is talking to me, and I'm like, oh yeah, sure. That's so weird. But I weird. think a lot of guys have pickup lines uh, online now through yeah. apps because they want uh, an answer. Because most girls only match and then never reply. The guys say hi and we don't say anything. I know I never reply to anyone. <laughs> I'm sorry if I, somebody matched with me. <laughs> so give me, give, me an, uh, give me an example for like a really lame pickup line and, and then a good pickup line. Oh. oh my God, I'm not going to remember now. Like I remember once I got a good one. I don't remember what he said, but it was something funny and engaging and made me want to reply uh but there is kind of like i i heard of one last night when i was like going through facebook and i know that in brazil some guys uh they put on their tinder descriptions like uh, there is one mistake in my profile. If you find it, you have to tell me. Or like, if you find it, you earn points or whatever. It's kind of funny. And But there is nothing like... And <sighs> the thing is, the person keeps looking and then matches mm. and then starts a conversation. Mm. That's the whole point of it. Starting a conversation. But it's very lame because then people started copying and like mm. there's a million profiles. Yeah, you always have to be ahead of the game if you're... If you're if you're if you're innovative and creative, then you'll be copied immediately. Exactly, and sometimes people just start with a question, like a funny or different question, like just to incite you to start something. Otherwise, it's just one in a million matches that mm -hmm. you're not going to reply to. All right, Vani, best and worst. Oh, I have some. So <laughs> nice. I I think there's like there's the people that. Uh, try to pick you up on the street they mostly use the phrase does those daddy have a dad the, the, does those doggies have a dog have a dad Your dog. <laughs> mm. a lot of people ask me if my dog has a dad mm. okay and they're like does that uh, okay a dad I are see. you walking him alone is there a mister in the is picture there a mister in the picture yeah and online most of the time it's just like i like you or do we know each other from and, and do you do you prefer the direct approach or the kind of uh, around the back I mean I would be um I would like to someone to approach me in an elegant way and not ask me if like my dog needs to like a dad <laughs> a father figure <laughs> no one ever approached me and said hi you seem interesting would you mind sharing your phone number can we talk no it's like just going, I didn't see you on the street. Is like, and do you find that this is more prevalent in Israel or in like other places? Well, in Israel, I know how to recognize if that guy is like a weirdo or legit. Mm -hmm. In other countries, like in Italy, where I've been around, they're just like staring or saying, <laughs> like looking at you and like, oh, you want something? And I'm like, no, I mean, I don't know if they're weirdos or like nice guys that don't know, that mm. have the language barrier. All right, Sarah, best and worst. I think someone on Tinder once said, did you fart because you blew me away? Oh my God. I spoke to you. Know? Which I kind of thought <laughs> was sort of funny. Is that a best or the worst? <laughs> Maybe probably best. Yeah, probably best. Best. Yeah, uh, the and the worst? The worst. Mm, 
specific pickup one. I think they're just the gen- ones that are generic. Like, mm. I was on Bumble for a while, and they even help you with, because Bumble's the one where girls speak first only. Mm-hmm. So they even, like, help you with pickup lines, Bumble. Like, they give you, like, examples of, like, things to say. It's like, don't do this, don't do this. But, um, so that was fine because I did the pickup lines. But when I was on Tinder, people, I think the worst ones are the generic ones. Hi, beautiful. Because it's like, yeah. Yeah. Just, All right. you know, they just copy-paste copy it. Copy-paste to, like, ten people. Okay, I ignore yeah. these people, yeah. I would say the worst pickup line in real life. That's more probably specific to me. It's just a stranger on the street look at me and say, Sawadika. Which is Thai. Thai, yeah. So this is kind of racist and horrible oh, at the same time. Oh, here? What? Yeah. Or somewhere in Israel, like, where yeah. Oh, wow. In Israel. It oh. doesn't happen in the States because in the States there are different races. So yeah. people are used to that. Mm. And oh, here, an Asian walking on the street, <laughs> people just throw all different languages. A lot of them, they did use Ni Hao, but I usually ignore all of those because <laughs> I feel like people just want to test out the Chinese skill. They learn on their trip. <laughs> it's not really they're interested in you. It's just like, mm. oh, a stranger from a stranger culture like mm-hmm. that's kind of the thing in yeah. brazil every japanese uh, every asian is japanese so <laughs> it's all japa yeah and they will call you japa which is like short for japanese it doesn't matter you if you tell them i'm chinese you're still japa <laughs> <laughs> like oh that's the brazilian racism yeah it's <laughs> like people here ask me like, oh you're from philippine oh yeah i know that that's more common for people mm. to perceive you as a filipino here interesting mm-hmm. yeah yeah. Uh, can I share one pickup line that I remember that it happened like 15 years ago and I still remember <laughs> 15 it. years ago? How, wow, that's Yeah, I was you like super a teenager <laughs> and I was like going to a party or something and a guy came up to me and I was like, can I ask you three questions? Like, yeah, sure. What's your name? You want to kiss me? And why not? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I laughed and I was like, haha, bye. And I just <laughs> left. But... It was different and I remember it. Yeah. I think it's all about delivery. Yeah. You know, it's not about what you say. It's all about, like, you can say the lamest thing, but in a, in a charming and kind of innovative, nuanced way. And that would be better than being super creative and, and coming up with something very elaborate and yeah. social, like so-called engaging, but then delivering it really badly. Which yeah. simply how attractive you look. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> that's the problem. That's always <laughs> true. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about what are some popular dating locations in Brazil, in China, in the U.S. I think in Israel it would be either bar or coffee probably 90% of the dates, or am I wrong? Beach. Yeah, or the yeah. beach. Yeah. Or the beach? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't like a beach date. The beach? No. Like during the day or? First no. date? No. I mean, I'm 33, you know. I've been through all the coffee shops <laughs> in bars. Now I go outdoors. When people ask you on a date to the beach, you go, like, you hang out at the beach, like, during the day. You take yeah, a... No, we can... T- I live near the beach, so we, t- we can take a bottle of wine and just sit by the breeze, something uh, like that. Yeah. And, and I know there's not going to be any, like, coochie-moochie because it's, like, sandy it's in and a public also place. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um And a curious. bar... Can bar you, is fun. Can you go to a dog park? Um, if yeah. another one is also dog owner. Yeah, but I heard in the dog park because I met a lot of guys there. Not, mm. but that you bring to the dog park the not so good dates. I heard <gasps> it recently for a gr- wow, from a girl. Because you don't have to commit to anything. No drinks. No, <laughs> no time. Really? Gotta go. I mean, it is no na- the natural way. It's nice because you do something that's natural for both of you. But somehow, when you need to date someone. All things natural just disappears. Like you become this thing. I would say I would think that it's really hard. Like when I take my dog to the dog park, I I need a lot of attention at the dog. If she doesn't, I don't know, eat something that she's not supposed to, or roll around in the mud or whatever. So I, I don't see how you can like spend enough attention at like getting to know someone else. But I think Sarah, in the U.S., it's pretty common to ask someone out on a date and go to like a fancy restaurant. Or mm-hmm. and and I don't think that that happens in Israel. No, here it's and it's also the timing is different. So it's you. Someone will ask you out a week before in America, and it will be a nice place. Oh, what, what you know? There's a lot of questions prior. The guy will say like, "Where do you live? What kind of food do you like? What's your dietary restrictions?" Like <laughs> he's really you know wants to make you happy, but it sort of can be also annoying. You know, there's more pressure uh-huh. on you. Um, but yeah, you can go to like a nice. You go to dinner and it will be nice. Yeah. All right. And what is a popular lo- date dating location in Austria? 
Like actually, I think we are really boring and go to bars for the first date um, because then you know you don't need to spend so much time if you don't if you're not into each other. Mm -hmm. um, but again, it's a generation thing, and when you date older guys, they are more gentleman wise, and they are really bring you to fancy restaurants. Uh -huh. They take you, you know, take you uh, with the car there. They pick you up first, and they bring you home. Like all these like nice things, right, uh, which the younger generation don't. So uh, let's let's go with texting versus calling. What is what nobody is calls calls if somebody calls you it's like he's a psychopath don't <laughs> answer <laughs> why are you calling people me? call me like I when I was on the dating apps they would mm. people would call me I actually really but liked only it. here not in the U S right no only no here, like no one ever called me in the U S exactly no. Israelis call yeah, uh -huh. nobody else in the whole world calls only Israelis yeah. why do you think <laughs> no. that is it's interesting why do you think that is I don't know like in in Brazil I think things have been more and more and more casual. So we were talking about uh, places, like locations for dates. Nobody takes you to a fancy restaurant unless you are already boyfriend and girlfriend and it's like your anniversary mm. or they want to do something nice for you. On a first date, you would never go to a fancy restaurant. It's like a coffee date if you are more serious about the person or a mm. bar if you know their sex later. It's <laughs> basically this. And like calls just seem so formal now. Formal? Yeah, now mm -hmm. it's like people feel like they don't have the time for it anymore. And it's too personal. And so texting, you can reply whenever you have time. Um, at your own pace, you can think of what to say. So when somebody calls you, it's very like surprising. Why are they calling me? What do they want? So it's, mm -hmm. I don't know. It's kind of weird. But here it's normal. Here mm -hmm. every guy that people told me, don't give your number because they will call. And it's true. If you give your number to a guy that asks, like they will call like three mm -hmm. times before they give up. And oh, it's so I think that when you call someone, it's a it's like a really it's a big move. You're now blocking their time. So, okay, you can't watch TV now. You can't do anything. I'm, you're going to talk to me if you yeah. answer. Because so, you can't ghost the other person while you're on the call. Yeah. <laughs> when you were texting me, like, uh, I don't know how to respond to the message. It's just like, like, let's just leave it there. But I do have a very good friend here that she's mm -hmm. actually American and she's looking for serious like relationships. And she have tried all these apps. And uh, what she does is she does calls to screen before she go on a first date, uh, screen out those weirdos mm -hmm. so that the success rate mm -hmm. will be yeah. higher. So she's at like, it's actually, because we work in sales. So it's kind of yeah. sales calls. The first one, you're just, you know, <laughs> testing the water. The second one, then you really go into the sales detail. I think that's, that's why I like it. Because guys from the apps would call me and I just hated their voice. <laughs> so I realized I could never go out with them. Like, it's better than wasting your time going out. Okay, I wasted 20 minutes on a phone call. Do you, yeah. do you, do you girls text after a good date, if you had a, a really nice time? Do you text the guy or do you wait for them to text you? Telling you? Or it nobody texts? It's the connection you had. Like, I, I don't like playing games because I'm very anxious. So if I put myself in a position to wait for the other person to move, this makes me very anxious and I can't. So if I want to talk to them, I just like, yeah. Mm -hmm. But is it common, like if you had a good time, you would text and say, okay, hey, I had a really good time, let's meet again. Or is it like uh, too abrupt? You know, let's, let, let the date be over and, and maybe. In the States, I think there's rules. I really do. Which are? I haven't been there in a long is it, time. It's like three days? <laughs> or? It's, you like wait, like you kind of <laughs> like, yeah, it's like they may you go get your number and then they wait three days and then they ask you to go out like three days later and then you'll get a text three days after that so it just takes a really long time for anything to progress because it's like this like you have to like hold back your emotions mm -hmm. which is the opposite of here where everyone's like really hot and like it's very quick so it's, yeah. it's much more stressful there i think so which means that actually in states you are more likely to date multiple people at oh the same yeah time. it's like mm -hmm. weird that you wouldn't like here i did that in the beginning like dated multiple people and people were looking at me like you're cheating on me I was like, excuse me like i've known you for two months what I, it's so weird but in the states yeah you date you it's very common for months maybe even like eight months or something to date multiple people well, wow. i ask the guys next episode like when they find out the girls are I dating will. also I dating will. they will they will have the advantage of watching this episode <laughs> okay so, but how is it in China? Are there like these rules? You don't text before or no, after? No, I don't 
don't think there's this kind of set rules and also there we don't have like oh like date number x you do what uh, but I would say that guys are I think in most culture are you know supposed to be a little bit more doing the first steps and being a little bit more straightforward mm-hmm. and girls like oh we're just passively waiting even though I feel like with the time they're starting to have this change like you can do whatever you want you don't really need to be waiting for that moment to come and and does it really happen do, do women pick up guys in your culture oh I don't think so um, well I, I, I don't think think that was a very common thing maybe in the rom-com yes mm. mm-hmm. in the reality I've never seen that like the best girls or the, the one or the most good at was it I think they just like set up the vibe in mm. the way that they let the guy tell them okay. that they're interested you but you don't say it you don't just come up and say hey I like you you're nice hey Is you're it? hot no like, doesn't no work there. the average Brazilian would like run to the heels if you came up to him like but the, the average guy like they are the more open-minded people uh, but if you go to a bar in Brazil and as a woman you come up to a guy or he will think that you are a slut like <laughs> and he will like label you and use you for sex and nothing more or he will literally run be like what the fuck is wrong with this um, really that's <laughs> surpri- I, that's surprising I, I had no idea that Brazil yeah, was like that no Brazil is very sexist like deeply mm. sexist mm. So it's hard, but like in my social circle, it's more common. Like people are more open-minded and, and it's normal. And in Israel, I would think it, would, it's, it, it happens or no? Um, I think that it's just like, it's just a code. Uh-huh. Like there's a window of like 24 to... Yeah, you'd have to be like really... You, you need to wait for him to say if he likes you. Uh-huh. Um, it, it just means that... You will maybe see him again, but if you ever text first after a date, then you're like needy. Then you're what? like, no. But like, do women ever hit on men? As far as you know, my, my brother doesn't allow me to do that. <laughs> he says like, like, no woman should do that, because I'm I'm like, I want to believe that I'm independent and strong and like do whatever I want. It never led me to a serious relationship. Mm-hmm. I mean. But isn't it, I mean, if you're independent and strong and you know what I want, then this, if, you, if there's someone you want, you just go yeah. ahead and do it. But then he's, like, they're all pumped up and they, they think mm. it's a hookup. Uh-huh. I mean, I... I no, but those so kind hard. of rules are kind of, I wouldn't say stupid. I just they feel are. like you were restricted. I even went on I a know. date, which was not bad. I had a very good time. And while the guy was in the bathroom, I paid for the bill. Oh, wow. Oh, he must have been... And the guy came out shocked... And who, wh- where was he from? Israel. Israel. Yeah. Like <laughs> he was shocked. He was shocked. It was world. Yeah, Is it he, world. he couldn't process yeah. what was going on. Okay, wait, wait. Let, let, let's address this subject. <laughs> so who pays for the date in China, usually? It was a smooth transition. Yeah. Um, it should be guys. Always be guys. Always like, guys. Always. And if, if, you were, if like, you were on a date with a Chinese guy and he, yeah. he said, let's split the bill, you would be... You humiliated. Because oh. guys should be the bread maker, so you should be start to provide even when you're in a relationship to show that you know mm-hmm. I am committed. When does it stop? Like, or it never stops? It's like it shouldn't stop somewhere. Even you know after people get married, which is kind of sounds fucked up. Like you know, guys are supposed to give like the credit card to girl, so they don't have yeah they get the allowance from the girls. All right. You have your pocket money and that's it. So you don't use the money to mess around. Okay. And in Austria? Yeah. Guys pay, for sure. I mean, they, they complain that they need to pay. Uh-huh. They should pay, but, but they actually they do. And whenever a guy is not paying for me, it's like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm okay. I can I can pay, of course. But it's, are we friends or what? Or is uh-huh. this a date? Yeah. So I'm kind of expecting it. So that is, the, that is the difference between being on a date yeah. with romantic yeah. interest and being just yeah. on a date. Okay. Because if he's interested, he should show me. And exactly. Also yeah. uh, texting me after he left me, like in the mm-hmm. evening, you know. I want to hear and see it. I and see. And I think this is very common in Austria that it's, um, that it's done if the guy's serious. Okay. What about the U.S.? I think it depends where you are. You know, like I'm from New York, it's very liberal and, you know. Really? I haven't been there in four years. It's really, you know, okay. I dated so much more here. But I think, um, I think it's becoming much more like, yeah, it's, you could split it. You can split Okay, if, if anyone's from New York, I, I want to know if it's, uh, what's the current situation. Yeah, I could be wrong. All right. Again, with the code 
something, if he's willing to pay or asking to pay, it means that he likes your company and I mean, it depends how he does it, it's nuances. But you but would, what would, you, what would you think of a man who doesn't, who splits the bills? Or who says, hey, um, let's split the bill. If the communication would be better and he would tell me, let's split the bill, I like you, I want to see you again, I would be okay. But they don't say anything. Like, am I supposed to understand? So if you sli split the bill, I know you're not interested. Mm -hmm. And then I also pay and I also go home like with a bad feeling. Uh. So I wish we could erase this thing and like people would pay for themselves. But, you know, a guy paying is like, is like he's like doing the first step of starting something together. Mm -hmm. The ritual, right? Yeah, okay. like if you pay, you may become out as like a sugar mama or yeah. like a feminist, and those are like bad words. Uh, so, what, really you, what do you hang out with? What <laughs> other, what <laughs> other, what other kind of dating etiquettes should you, you should you uh, be aware of? Let's say if you're dating someone from Brazil, what what should you do? If, let's say I want to really impress oh, a Brazilian girl. I'm the worst person to ask about this because I am very feminist <laughs> and I am very liberal. So um, I think uh, average Brazilian, it's very sexist. So the guy pays. Most Brazilian women would be offended if a guy asked them on a date and didn't pay. And I think there is also kind of like a social courtesy in like if you ask somebody on a date maybe you're offering something as you know you ask uh, on a date and maybe you pay. It, it's nice and do, do you like but open the door hold the door is th does that still happen in brazil to hold the door for someone uh, to brazilians are very at least in sao paulo where i'm from people are very polite so they will hold the door for anyone if you mm. are like going out of the yeah you're going out of the building and there is a person like 10 steps behind you you wait with the door open so the opposite of israel it's the opposite of israel exactly uh we, people do that for each other all the time and there's a lot of guys that like to open the car door for you and those things and i think sometimes it's a nice gesture like that's it, it's part of the ritual but sometimes it bothers me because, like, I'm not an object or a prize. Or, and sometimes, like, the, the thing about men paying, it comes from men earning money and women don't. So, and now it's not the case. So most of the dates that I've been in recently, I split the bill. Bonnie, do you, do you concur that uh, Israeli men are not chivalrous? That they no. don't hold the door and not... Uh, I mean, I met some nice, elegant guys, chivalrous, and um, I like it when it comes natural to them because they're like polite and have good manners. But if it's just a game, it's weird. And most of the guys are like, they come in. <laughs> <laughs> Close the door, their air condition is on. Like, yeah. Okay, what about you guys? I think there's still the chivalry thing. Like, it's just much more formal in the States than mm -hmm. here, so there is a lot of like, expecting the guy to open the door for you and like there's like the etiquette of the guy stands closest to the street oh you know yeah that in brazil they do this also if yeah. you're walking hand in hand the man walks uh -huh. on the side of the street and the woman yeah to like protect her from bears or cars. <laughs> i don't get it like it's so outdated i just do people do things like that i'm so just confused all right so so let's do this if there's a guy <laughs> listening to us and he's he's really into someone from your country and he really wants to show that he cares and he's aware of the cultural differences are, are you saying that one does hook up or hitting on <laughs> it's in happening in this row or in general yeah. in general let's say in general uh if you want to impress a brazilian girl for all the israelis that will be watching this <laughs> we don't speak spanish we speak Portuguese. It's a different language. Don't try to impress us with the Spanish that you picked up when you went to South America after the army. Like, okay, it's similar. It's not the same language. Of course. And Brazil is more than big bums and football and carnival. If you know something else about the country, it's always nice. And apart from that, it's like really typical 
sexist dating culture where the girls will expect the guy to like text first, take the first step, take them out, pay for dinner. Alright. And I don't know, that's pretty much basic. Connie, how do you impress an Israeli girl? Um, wow. Well, I like people to be honest, direct. Um, I'm not afraid of being complimented. Like, yes, I'm beautiful, thank you. <laughs> Just kidding. Like, be direct, be honest, be communicative. Um, be original. I mean, don't be afraid to be who you are. And, um, like, no fake gestures. Just, mm -hmm. you know. You know what, I'll, I'll just I'll tell you a little story. I have a friend from Japan who came to visit me, and he wanted to go to a bar and, and meet girls. And he asked me, okay, so how do you, what, give me like the rule of thumb how to talk to Israeli girls. And then I, I really had to think about it, and then I said, because I remember once when I was in the U.S., <coughs> I talked to a girl for like 40 minutes in a bar. We were like talking, and I was like completely convinced that she's super into me because we're talking for 40 minutes. And as soon as I looked away, she took off and never <laughs> immediately. And I thought, okay, I must have been creeping her, the, you know, the hell out of her uh, for these 40 minutes. And she just smiled and nodded and pretended to be interested. And so I told my friend from Japan, I said, the one thing you need to know, and Ronnie, you, if you uh, disagree with me, I want to know. The one thing you can tell about Israeli girls that, is that if you talk to them and they don't like tell you to fuck off within like one minute, then you're at least you know that you're in the clear. They're not. They're not gonna fake it for like a, a one whole minute of of not interesting conversation. Exactly. So you think if you're if you can make it through one minute of conversation and you haven't been told to get lost, then uh, you're at least okay. Then you get like whole nine minutes more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and in the U.S. Um, I don't. I think American guys can be like self-involved. So if you want to be impress someone, I think just like listen, mm. don't be an asshole. <laughs> like, it's not hard, I swear. No, just, like be nice, sure. you know, like be kind. Okay. I think it's like a super uh, superficial with us, and because I think status is what counts. So if you're like you know having a good job and if you can represent yourself and actually see that you could provide technically, that's something that really. Um, helps with the girls mm -hmm. and then also keeping up a good conversation be interesting general travel maybe um and yeah if you're from abroad i think you're way more interesting anyways to the girls yeah i'm in austria because we really do, yeah there's like the one part that really wants to have local people uh -huh. because of uh, language barriers and stuff and then they're the ones that are more open and they really you know we like the if they're guys that are a bit different than the usual austrians yeah so you can oh there's always those two forces yeah, that uh, all right and how no how do i impress a chinese girl so i think regular chinese guy there might be a little bit boring they might not know how to you know impress a girl not that romantic so i think actually for western guys like say especially italians i think they're just you know born you know to be Actually, you know, they know how to impress a girl, you know, with those catch-up or, you know, pick-up lines. Uh, and also, you know, maybe have a hobby so you, so you have something to talk about, not only about, like, how much you're making and, you know, about the job. Uh, and then also in this room specifically, I agree with her completely. Talk more about the person you're looking at instead of, like, oh, Chinese Kung Fu, you know, Jackie Chan. <laughs> you know, all those, like, culture things that you're throwing out there and which you... That actually, that's irrelevant yeah. to the situation. You're just grasping yeah. whatever you can find yeah. To, yeah. to start a conversation. All right, so w w there's so much to talk about, and we really don't have enough time. So now we're going to move into another segment. You know the game Sababa Veakol? Have you ever heard of that game? No. Okay, so in Israel, we have a game called Sababa Veakol, which means uh, Sababa is like cool, and Akol means like and, and, and everything. And the game is you say, uh, imagine that you're out with someone and everything is cool and he's cool and everything but and then you have something that you add that you have to decide if that's a deal breaker or not alright so this is our version for Sababa uh, Vakol or hits so the spot a deal or not deal no deal imagine you're on a date with someone first date second date and he shows on, she so, shows up with flip flops is that a hits the spot or hits the curb hit the curb hit the curb in Austria it's a curve, okay. But in Israel, that's every Israeli man. No, of course. Not yeah. in, in Israel, yeah. everyone is, is with I don't know. Folks. In Sao Paulo, it would be like no deal, but my boyfriend showed up to our first date in like flip-flops and a bow tie, and now we live together, so <laughs> it's... Okay. 
Sarah? In the States, probably wouldn't be good. No, wouldn't be good. No. And, uh... I think it's kind of weird. The street thought it's actually not that popular in China. So, like, if someone <laughs> dressed up like that, it might be a reason. Mm -hmm. All right. Next question. First date, go and watch a horror film. Yes. No. Yes? All right. One for Brazil, yes? Uh, Two. Brazil. Well, yeah. for Hannah, yeah, for Hannah. Yes, for, for Hannah. But not for all girls, but... No, yeah. okay, for you, yeah, only you. It's cool. I personally would not like it. No. I wouldn't want to watch, watch a movie in the first place. Yeah. Like at his home, no way. Netflix, something, no. And in a the cinema, then you don't can, you cannot talk. So mm -hmm. what's the point in actually doing that on the first Okay, so it's no for any movie. Yeah. Okay. No, <laughs> first day, you already like watch Netflix together. Yeah, no, no yeah, way. That's what I'm saying. And you, what would you say? I, I don't think... It's kind of a weird question. Unless the girl really expressed that she has something with horror movies. No, no, you, you. Just answer <laughs> yeah. for yourself. Like, no, because and there's no way I could mention this. If okay. the guy decides for me, then that's a no. Fair enough. All right, you're starting a relationship. It's like the fir first few weeks, and then the guy suggests a weekend in Paris. A few weeks? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Yeah? It yeah. I don't know. I might freak out. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I don't need him to pay for me, but... I want to go to Paris. Why not? Yeah. I like Paris. Okay. Cologne or aftershave is is it better to put in put in too much or not enough? Not, not enough. enough. Not, not enough. Not enough. That is better than too much. much. Wow. Too much is we have agreement here. Yeah. Yeah. You agree? Okay. No. So I like sloppy guys. Okay. <laughs> I like sloppy guys. No, they all said that not enough is better than. No, I, but I like the guys that don't like don't know. Ah, okay, 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 got it. Okay, I like okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, like first few dates, dirty jokes. Putting an effort. No. Yes. No. It's yes. Yes, I think, yeah. yes. What she okay. said, shocks are the best. Oh, what she said? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first date, the guy offers you to join his friends in, an, in like a, another party. No. 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 Uh, depends on the vibe. All right, okay. Well, anyway, that's, that, that's all the questions we have today. And I want to thank you so much for being here and sharing. And I want to thank everyone at home. So please join us. I hope in the next episode we're going to see, we're going to hear the guys take on everything we talked about. And you can follow us on YouTube and on Facebook and be sure to give us a thumbs up and a like because it helps a lot. Ask us any question you have. Help us build the next episode with your uh, questions and things that interest you. And if you have something to say about where you grew up, and also we want to hear it. If you're looking for this podcast in any one of the podcast apps and you can't find us, you're supposed to find us. But if you can't, then please let us know because we'll connect it. And last thing is if you're currently in Israel or even if you have a connection flight through Israel <laughs> with a long layover and you want to be a guest on the show, send us an email to crossingculturespodcast at gmail.com and I'll see you on the next show. Thank you very much. Thank you.